Headline News. Good morning. This is your Money FM News at 8 with Elliot Danka and Yasmin Yonkers. We start with local news. A Singapore registered tanker collided with a Greece registered tanker earlier this morning. The Maritime and Port Authority of Singapore had received a report at about 2.30 a.m. from the Singapore LPG tanker Sunrise, Crystal Sunrise that it had collided with a westbound Greece tanker Astro Saturn. Now, it was reported that the butane one in one of the vessels was carrying had begun to leak from one of the cargo tanks. However, the ship's crew stopped the leak and both ships have since been stabilized. According to sources, SMRT Chief Executive Desmond Quick is stepping down after five and a half years at the helm and his successor is expected to be former Chief of Defense Force Neo Kien Hong. Mr. Neo is currently Permanent Secretary for Defense Development. He had succeeded Mr. Quick as Chief of Defense Force in 2010. The Straits Times understands a formal announcement of the change will be made as early as today, after months of speculation that Mr. Quek will vacate his post. On to Asian news, a Facebook official has apologised to Indonesian members of parliament during a five-hour grilling at a public hearing on issues ranging from the misuse of personal data to the oversight of content by the social media giant. Facebook has been hit by revelations that data of 87 million users were improperly accessed by political consultancy Cambridge Analytica, which worked on US President Donald Trump's campaign. Indonesians are the, among the worst, uh, the world's biggest users of Facebook and authorities in the Southeast Asian country have demanded answers from the company on how personal data of its citizens was shared with Cambridge Analytica. India's finance minister has tried to allay fears after media reports of shortages at ATMs across several states sparked memories of chaotic scenes following the government's shock demonetization move two years ago. Local media had shown people queuing up at empty ATMs or complaining about a lack of notes in India's central, eastern and southern states. And finally, in world news, Syrian state television says international experts have arrived in the town of Douma, the scene of a suspected chemical weapons attack. The inspectors arrived in Damascus on Saturday, but the start of their work was delayed given the rise to suspicion in the West that evidence might be tampered with. The BBC's Lise Dusset is in Aleppo. The chemical weapons inspectors have finally been allowed in to do those that crucial testing uh, to establish what kind of chemical agents were used in these suspected attacks uh, more than a week ago. But today is a national holiday in Syria. It's the day annually where they celebrate independence, the end of the French mandate. This year has a special resonance for pro-government supporters because it comes just days after the missile strikes carried out by the Americans and British and French warplanes. And that has rallied pro-government supporters around the flag and in support of their president. And that was the BBC's Lise Dussain. Uh, finally, uh, the U.S. military has seen the ISIS group resurge in some parts of Syria under government control. Colonel Ryan Dillon, a spokesman for the U.S.-led coalition fighting ISIS in Syria and Iraq, says the regime of Syrian President Bashar al-Assad and its ally Russia have not always been able to hold the terrain recaptured from ISIS. Now, according to the Pentagon, the U.S. military is l- closely watching ISIS in Syria and Iraq, where the militants have lost 98% of the land they once held. Get more news at the Business Times and the Straits Times.